Hey, what's up? It's McKaylin Hay. I'm here on Critical Thinking Podcast, thinking shit through one podcast at a time. Welcome to another exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle, along with my co-host, Rick the Rizzo, and our other co-host, Sean, and the other Mexican in the room, Miguel G. And this is a critical look at all things gaming, movies, collectibles, and so much more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special Critical Thinking Podcast. On this episode, Rick tells a telling story. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, and you should do it like, like they do on NBC. On an all-new special blossom. <laughs> you know, it's one of those episodes where, like, bad shit happens. So this is what this is on an all-new special critical thinking, episode 104. And now, what everybody's been waiting for, Sean especially, we're now dialing more. Who the hell is Maureen Hay? I'm just joking. That's, no, no. <laughs> That's when she we'll take that out, <laughs> When she answers, like, hello, Moraine. How are you doing today? This is McGowan from the UK. That's right. We're in the UK today. And the Irishman and the... I don't I'm from know Wales. if we can do it. I don't know if I get the tunes. It's been a little while. I do. I don't know if my English accent is any good anymore. I feel like I'm talking like I'm from Wales. No, not, we're not we, talking. We're not drunk <laughs> enough to do it. That's right. <laughs> hello, McKellen. My name is Reggie, Reggie Bush. <laughs> you know how to make me lose all control, all control. I should know when I need to let myself go. So let's go. Close to me, I want you close to me. Who is this? This is Michaelin. I see not- an o- I see an old woman on our screen. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Michaelin, how old are you again? I'm 16. Damn, I thought you turned 17. Not yet. Oh, okay. Okay, keep it clean, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't you set me off again, Miguel? Not this time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Last time you did, Kyle caught you. He was right. The legal age in Canada is what? Legal for what? I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> drinking. When are people legal? <laughs> legal age for drinking is 19. Driving, you can get your G1 at 16. Um, you can get a piercing without parental consent at 16, but you have to wait for 18 to get a tattoo. 16, you can get it with a signature. I'm working on that right now. I'm calling, um, I'm calling your dad because apparently you know way too much of what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one second. Mr. Hay. Mr. Hay. <laughs> Mr. Hay. <laughs> you know, he's in the basement. Can't hear you. <laughs> we have our ways. <laughs> I only need one parent to sign. So as long as I can convince him, I'm gold. Mm-hmm. It's my mom that I'm more worried about. Oh, but it's gotcha. So what kind of tattoo you plan on getting? <clears throat> A See, big, big spider on her back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my full arm and I'm just going to get different smiley face no i'm kidding um, <laughs> i have no idea yet like i mean i want to just make sure my dad will say yes before i plan that far ahead but we'll see i got it it's gonna say 
I love the critical thinking guys. <laughs> yeah, full length arm one. I'll get a sleeve. So you have sleeves, <laughs> teardrops under the eye. <laughs> That's kind of scary. You'd be kind of gangster if you did that. I'd be like scared of you then. I feel like it wouldn't really be my brand. No. <laughs> I know. You hang with us long enough, we'll turn you into Latina. <laughs> we got to change yeah. your name. Your name is now Maria. <laughs> <laughs> all right she's like why did i come back <laughs> <laughs> no of course i remember why i came back i had so much fun last time well we've gotten a lot worse since you've been on <laughs> two of us have felonies sean <laughs> wait I'm, I'm two of us <laughs> well josh is no longer here <laughs> so um we didn't really we're just going off the cuff with you here uh, so we just wanted to ask a couple of questions again uh First thing is we've seen I've seen you like on Facebook Live constantly. Um, okay. You seem to be performing everywhere. How are you going? I mean, how's it? How are you not tired? I'm exhausted watching you. Well, oh, dude, I am tired. That sounds I'm kind so of stalkerish. Tired, like, <laughs> I don't even need sleep. I thrive off of dying. Just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> like I I'm tired, but I'm doing good. I think I started drinking coffee, which is interesting how much how much coffee i mean my part-time job besides music is i'm a barista ah. so like a lot of coffee at starbucks <laughs> so you got the coffee iv yeah like i can make you any coffee drink you want okay i, I gotta ask this question uh, so are you work you're working at starbucks right no i work at a different like cafe it's called appetizing yours Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to ask. Well, then that just threw my whole question down. The- <laughs> what, <laughs> so so what do you think of Starbucks? <laughs> what is your go-to coffee then? Is it just okay, coffee well, black? Oh, it's vanilla bean frappuccino with a sun. <laughs> what I think about Starbucks is I made myself the exact same drink that I got there. And the one that I made was so much better and way cheaper because I got it for free because it's a free drink. But like it would have been cheaper if I bought it. So... That's all I'm going to say on Starbucks. I hope that the CEO doesn't come for me now. <laughs> I think you need to work at a Tim Hortons, me personally. Oh, my gosh. I actually had a job interview there before I started working where I work now. And I was kind of sitting there looking around and I was like, yeah, I think I'll hate this. <laughs> Why? Like, it's Timmy H. Yeah, it's great for the consumer, but you see the people behind the counter and they look absolutely miserable. <laughs> you got to bring it with a smile. No, it's fine though cuz like it's so good with my job cuz my bot like my manager, he's super understanding and he knows that I'm like super serious about music. So I only work like one one or two shifts a week and like it's pretty flexible, so it's good that way. That's good. That's and good. Then Friday nights he's at the bars. Oh yeah. See? <laughs> No, I, I I catch you every once in a while. I mean, if I'm not at my son's game or if I have time and I'm not in with something and I see you on Facebook Live, I'll click on and I'll, you know, give the little fingers. Not the finger. Not the finger. <laughs> you the better thumb, not be giving the finger. The thumbs and the, I, you know, I didn't hey. know that you could do that on Facebook Live. That's wow. <laughs> that's, a new, that's a new Miguel emoji. <laughs> <laughs> he hacked the menu. <laughs> no, it's it's really amazing. I'm just so like I'm just impressed. I mean, even more than the last time we've talked to you, to see you just keep on going and then your new music and stuff like that. Thank you so much. I think so I Facebook Live Friday. And before that, I actually had a fail, and I almost wish that we got it on camera. But I'd set up my tripod, or not my tripod, my piano stand, 
And into the third song, I was introducing it. It just folded. The piano just dropped. It was like out of a cartoon or a meme or something. It was terrible. It was so... I found it funny. I understand how like people in the audience were like, oh my God, but I found it funny. I was like, well... That was unexpected. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Glad that's, you- that's great. Well, and, and it's happened to you. So now you never have to worry about it happening again because you've already experienced it. Exactly. Like, I didn't think I ever would experience it, but like, it wasn't bad. She's like, it, psh, it instruments, fun. who needs them? I got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was it was a chill show that time, though, despite literally dropping the piano on my foot but it's fine well and the foot didn't get hurt so that's good i mean hey that, that, i didn't even think about that part it's like damn it's a piano that could have really done some damage yeah like it bruised and stuff but no what now i just got a cool bruise but no one's gonna see it because it's on my foot <laughs> so. yeah it's definitely too cold for flip-flops oh yeah no in canada if you wore flip-flops right now which I go to a uniform school. I'm in grade 11. So what I was going to do is like be like, okay, well, I can use this as an excuse to get a shoe permit and I can just wear non-uniform shoes because I can say that my uniform shoes hurt because my foot's like so bruised. But then it was like, it's way too cold to wear Birkenstocks. That's just not going to work. <laughs> She's got the black foot. <laughs> it's all purple. <laughs> so, so you have new music out already? Yeah, so, um, have I talked to you guys since Love Again? No, I think that was the last time, actually, the last thing you had made. That's crazy. Okay, yeah, so, Love Again was kind of, like, a big project. It, like, took a a lot of time and stuff, and I'm really proud of it. All alone when I'm with you, it's like you're not even there. Yeah, cold lips when I kiss you, it's like you don't even care. Feels like I'm all alone, you may as well go home, but I don't want you to leave when you lay beside me. Don't know why I still need your hand in mine. I still believe. so lonely when you hold me can we be repaired feels like i'm all alone you may as well go home but i don't want you to leave when you lay beside me don't know why i still need your hand in mine i still believe that Things that we'd say we can fall in love again. 
saying please I'm so done with saying please So I ain't gonna say it again Maybe we should just be friends You got me on my knees Out the door I got my keys And I ain't gonna wait for the day That you wake up and say that one day We'll look back at all the games that we play We'll forget the stupid things that we'd say Since then, I've been writing, and I'm gonna come up like with an album next year. Is the goal, and it's gonna be different from my first one, twelve fifteen for sure. Just because I want to like, I don't know. I want to kind of have a more branded approach. Like you know, twelve fifteen has like a country song on there, and then like a pop, and then like an alternative one. So I kind of want to make it more focused for my next album. So I've just been writing a lot for that. But the guy that I did love again with we keep writing all the time and there's a song that I actually want to release I haven't even I'm telling you guys this before I told him so if he's hearing this he's probably gonna be mad at me for like not bringing up the other half of the party but like uh I kind of want to release it and I think that that might be our next single but I have to ask him I'm telling you guys before I tell him this is what you do with extra yeah I'm not stalking I just know (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's, I'm literally spoiling everything. It's called Don't Go Away, and I really like it. And the other day, I was just thinking about it, and I literally texted him. I was like, Can you send me the demo for that? And he, he didn't know why I didn't give him context. But now I think that I want that to be our next single. I still have to run it by him, though. <gasps> I was going to say, Sean, work your magic so she can sing a couple of bars for us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get her in trouble. <laughs> Last time we had her sing the Canadian anthem, and she sung it two different ways for us. We will have to get her. To sing something else. Maybe the Armored Hot Dog song or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we can definitely tell uh, as, as we've checked out, like, the different songs that you've had coming out. You know, of course, we've loved them, supported them, you know, liked them on YouTube and shared them out there when we saw you had a lives going on and stuff like that. You know, we've definitely been enjoying it. I've personally seen that you, you have been maturing more in your style and in your writing. Um, where you're going right now, you said you're wanting to, with this album that you're planning on next year, you're getting ambitious and you're wanting to have a more defined kind of sound what do you think that you're going to kind of head more towards do you have language yet for the sort of the feeling of the subgenre of the kind of sound you're going for yeah so i'm really into right now like smaller alternative pop artists or people who are kind of on the rise so like there's this canadian girl bulo that i'm really into or billy eilish is a bigger one i'm i'm really into her stuff so it's kind of like alternative pop or indie pop but like influences from other genres so i'm working with this new producer and he really he's amazing he's so cool and he takes i don't even know what he calls it like it's like 
dark pop or something that he said and it's just really cool like cool beats and stuff so I kind of want to work in that subgenre and like make music that I'm really really proud of sharing and I feel like it's like a completed project kind of closer to love again than 1215 which of course I love 1215 I mean it's all of my projects and stuff up until the point that I was 15 but I feel like this next album will be kind of more moving forward. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely. And, and I think that that is, uh, I, I am a, a little bit familiar with uh, dark pop and some of the, uh, some of the more uh, fringe uh, indie pop hits and stuff that, you know, are starting to come out in the underground. I really think that that's kind of more, um, I think that that's waiting to be the big contender and what's going yeah. to be coming up because we've had this, upper end poppy sound for a long time now and it's it's been this 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 whole decade and it definitely seems like we're ripe for something else to come in and things trends and art always swing towards the opposite direction so i definitely feel like you're probably in the money on what you're what you're aiming for yeah and like the thing is that like i've been to lots of concerts i'm lucky i live near toronto which little geography lesson is the only place in Ontario musicians come to because it's our only big big city I guess I mean there's bigger cities too but like Toronto's the place where everyone tours so I've been lucky enough to go to lots of concerts and the concerts that I love the most are the ones that are in like smaller venues general admission where everybody's just like having a great time and of course like I saw Ed Sheeran and that was amazing and to sell out arenas like that one day would be so cool but I also love like the how there's like a singer and then somebody on synths or someone on drums and then like you're just like rocking out and having fun in like an intimate kind of venue I feel like would be super cool so yeah absolutely so out of the because you've been listening to these you know and you've had these recent uh like you said the concerts and stuff are there so you're getting a lot of that like up and coming music influence who would be somebody that's kind of underground right now that you've heard personally that's that has really kind of influenced you that you're taking you're like yeah that's like the kind of sound that's like the kind of stuff that i want to do yeah so i have like three main influences like that there's this girl named lights you guys actually might know her she came out with like she has like bright red hair, has a comic book series now. She's so cool. And I went to one of her concerts when I was in grade seven. I don't even know what age that is anymore, but um, good thing I'm going to do so great on my math test. Um, But no, she was so cool live. Like it was her and a synth and a drummer and she's had the whole place up and moving and she was so cool. And she kind of made her own subcategory. Like it's more like electronic, which might not necessarily be where I want to go, but like the way that she performed was so great. And there was this other band called Bad Sons. Again, like they're an alternative group, but it was the best concert I've ever been to in my whole life. Wow. So they're they're uh, definitely rock star performers. Yeah, like like they like jumped like the main guy literally went into the crowd. Nice. So cool. <laughs> wow. I somehow ended up close to the front. I literally don't know how. It was just like a mosh pit. And one second I was like in the middle. Next thing you know, I'm like three rows back. And I'm like, like, I didn't expect that, but I'm not exactly upset with the outcome type of thing. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like when you're swimming out in the ocean, like, you know, Galveston or the Pacific or the Atlantic. And you're, you're just out there. And the next thing you know, you're like, wait a minute, I was over there. And it's like, holy yeah. crap. You find yourself like, oh, I've got a long ways to go to get back to the beach towel. 
Yeah, see, I can kind of relate, except I live close to zero oceans, and it's more like you go into a lake, and then halfway through your swim, you have hypothermia, and you're just like, am I going to make it back? (laughs) (laughs) Are you speaking from experience? (laughs) Well, yeah. Tell us about this. Tell us about this. Give us a story from this. All right, so my dad's a triathlete, which is basically to summarize that, like, it means he's nuts. Like, he does swim, bike, run as a race. I, I don't know how he does it. He's, like, insane. But one time, it was late May, and he was like, I'm going to the lake for just a swim workout. So Guelph Lake, Guelph is where I live. Guelph Lake's this, like, crappy, like, man-made lake. Like, it's huge, but it's, like, 80% goose poop. It's just gross. For some reason, like they were like, okay, we're going to do a pool workout here. So I was with my best friend and we were like, okay, well we're going to go and swim too. And it was so cold, but we just kept swimming and we were like, we were pretty deep. And then we were both like, Hey, can you feel your legs? And she was like, no. And I was like, yeah, me neither. And we were like, maybe, maybe we should go back now. And I was like, yeah. So then we went back, but oh my God, I was so cold. I've had hypothermia once. It wasn't then, but it was terrible. Wow. So what what was the what was the aftermath like of having hypothermia? Did you feel like did you get any kind of like nerve damage? Did you have some like weird like do you have temperature differences in your body now after that? Um yeah, so I get cold really easily now. I had bad circulation to begin with. It's like worse now. And right after like so I I don't know what I was thinking again. This is how all my stories start, but I walked home from school on the coldest day of the Canadian winter that we had ever had, like in the last five years. And I decided today's the day I'm going to walk home from school. And usually that takes 45 minutes. It took me two and a half hours. So like my dad was calling me yelling. He was like, you should have been home by now. Like blah, blah, blah. He was not happy. And I was like, I literally have hypothermia. Like I'm going to die. But so I got home and I was like shaking so violently. And then my parents were kind of like, Oh, Oh, maybe there was a reason why it took her two and a half hours to get home. But so I had to go and turn the shower on to the full, like all, like it couldn't get any hotter. And I just had to sit in the bottom of the shower for like half an hour. Wow. Yeah, it was not fun. It was like not a good decision in the first place for me to do that and walk home. But I mean, the best stories come from the worst decisions. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, it's totally true. Until there's no story. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> but hey, we, we got you covered. We'll we'll take the we'll take the excerpt of this entire story and we'll we'll throw it up on the on the Facebook and everywhere so you can play and you can be like, Hey dad, listen, like that thing that, that I wanted, remember this when you guys were mad at me and I was dying out in the cold? Yeah. No. And I saved two cats, a dog, a goat, and a kid. On so the way. I can get that tattoo, right? <laughs> I thought I was being followed by a skunk, but it was just a hallucination. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> the person that I was walking home with, like, I was like, there's a skunk. And he was like, no, there's not. And I was like, yeah, there is. It's following us. And they're like, no, 
<laughs> but then they also got hypothermia, so I don't know what's real and what's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's funny because it's like extreme cold has similar effects on you than like extreme heat because like that's you know, when, when you get heat stroke, there's the same kind of tendencies and you get whacked out with like the temperature differences too. Like I can't handle cold anymore. It messes with me. It's funny. Her story start off with a cold. Mine start off, well, I was drinking too much. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's another kind of problem. That's a Sean story. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. I guess I have, I mean, I'm only 16, so I don't have lots of drinking stories yet. No. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You don't have any drinking stories. Let's just, we'll put that on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to keep We're it. protecting that image. Um, actually, that was my next question. The image. The image oh, yeah. that you're, you're portraying right now is yourself, obviously. Uh just messing around here, just looking at some of the pictures you post and some stuff. This is where I was getting my question from. Has anyone come up to you and say, hey, you need to change your image? Um, I have. Like, I've, like, nobody really has, but I want to. Because I look at your pictures, and I'm not dogging you in any kind of way, and I'm not making fun of you or anything at all. I mean, there's pictures where you just look different. There's a, It seems like it's a different vibe to you. I and, know. And so I'm trying to figure out, is she going to be more intense here or is she going to be more? And then you see another picture of you a few seconds later or watching you even live. I can see a different you. I can, yeah. In other words, it's sad to say, but I can see the bad Michaela Hay coming out. <laughs> the good one? So which one are we going to go for? Are we getting the Miley Cyrus Disney or are we getting the Miley Cyrus after Disney? I honestly. Maybe we don't want to go that way. <laughs> I'm not going to go nuts like her, but. I think she came out of Disney pretty strong. I mean, I don't think I'd want to be Miley Cyrus Disney. I feel like she did not like that. Like, she's talking about now how much she hated her life when she did Disney and how many, like, psychological issues it gave her. So, for the Miley Cyrus example, I got to say Miley Cyrus after Disney. But, like, not the mental midlife yeah, part. Not, not the... Not the yeah. So, you're going to skip Disney and we're just not even going to have all that mess. Okay. <laughs> No Hannah Montana from yeah, Canada. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the only reason I asked that is because you talked about this new album and you talked about uh, the edge that you're going with. I'm just curious. I, I'm, I'm very interested to hear you sing something. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I mean, I, your album now versus I the song with it, Extra and whatnot and everything else. I guess I'm waiting to hear something a little bit more edgy or a little bit more punkish or rockish is what yeah. I'm looking for. I'm really I'm – really, Interested to see how you pull that off. Yeah. I mean, I'm no doubt, no talking to your sound now. Uh-huh. I, I love your sound now. I mean, listen, I have some of the songs on my phone, obviously, and I listen to it in the car. I mean, from Gone, Home and Mirror, you know, and then Cheap Canadian Whiskey and everything else. And it puts you in a certain light. Now, if I hear you sing some kind of song like a, I don't know, maybe you should like cover some cover songs, maybe something like some Gwen Stefani or something, or something with a little bit of kick or something with a little crazy. Uh, just see how it sounds. I'm, I'm just curious. I want to see that direction from you. What what would actually happen? I, that thing pretty interesting, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I think you're gonna see that soon. Scary. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna be the Tar from Canada, people. She's going. We'll school. never see her the same way again. Exactly. Who's that girl we interviewed again? <laughs> what was her name? Maria Hill. No. <laughs> now that's that's pretty cool. I'm glad that you're going to try different things. Obviously, who you are. Period is amazing. First of all, let's put that out there right now. You are going to be who you want to be. And we're not here saying that you need to change or anything else. We're, we're not radio producers. Hell, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. But we enjoy who you are. You're the one that's going to be the the artist and change your ways and do how you want to. I, I just think 
there is like, I mean, there's so many opportunities for you. It's like, I think you go either way. You could go country, I think, and it would be amazing. You could go pop, I think it would be awesome. You could go soul R and B, whatever. I'd like to hear McKaylin try to rap. <laughs> I, I could, I could you. That. <laughs> no, I, I kid you not. I honestly believe you have the type of talent that could try to pull off anything, and it might really would come out different. But it would be you, and people would like it. I really yeah, do believe. Yeah, that. I, I agree. And and uh, and to definitely riff off that, I mean, it's the same thing. I see that you have a lot of depth of personality. There's a lot of sides to you. You're you're a, a sort of a polymath in your artistic tastes and the things that you do. (laughs) (laughs) No, for those who are less gifted in verbiage, that means that you're a savant. It means that you have a lot of different kinds of interests, different like, you're you're genius basically in your interests and oh, what you do. I'm glad you to said make that, it simpler for other people. I'm glad you said that because I thought you were trying to make her sound like she was a dee. <laughs> <laughs> no, but because you do, and I, and I think it's because you're well read. I think it's because you 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 do actually have influence from people that are older than you. Where I, I feel like a lot of the younger generation, mine and the next Gen Z, is kind of tends to be isolated just to themselves instead of really you know taking the experiences of older and past generations. I think you have a, a lot. Of of a good mixture of you know your generation you know who you are and what you're about but you also take a lot of influences from the past and and at the same time you, you're using it to propel you forward and you're cutting edge you know you got your own taste and what you're looking for so i think that's why we see so much variety in the different songs that you have and like even even what you choose to do in, in the pictures that you take but i definitely i, I understand as an artist that you need to kind of have a defined sound and kind of have an image that people know you for something that's iconic, you know, like everybody knows Mick Jagger for being Mick Jagger. Everybody knows, you know, Kanye for being Kanye, whatever, you know, there's gotta be something that is definable that's about you. But I think it's definitely going to come out, you know, especially as you're, as you're maturing and as it's, as it's getting more aged and especially as you're like getting that focus, like I I see that it is, it is hammering out, but I also think that it's going to be uh, like a lot of artists. I think that we're going to see a lot of metamorphoses, you know, going through different stages. And I think that's going to be really interesting to see. And as she yeah. gets older, her music is going to develop more uh, feeling and more you know, in-depth. Well, and, th- and that's the crazy thing. I mean, you're already so in-depth and complex where you're at already. Like your music s- is already so contemplative. And, yeah, and you're freaking 16. Yeah. So it's like, it's what well, I, I can't even imagine. Like it's, it's going to be, you're going to have to have like the side that's McKaylin Hay for the masses that they understand. And then there's going to be the McKaylin Hay that's the cutting edge, like your own projects and stuff that only people that are really, really intelligent, really developed in, in their artistic taste are even going to get because that's, I see you already so far ahead of the curve. That's going to, I think that's probably going to be what's going to end up happening. Now we need to shut up and let her talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much. And yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I'm 16, so I'm still changing and figuring out like what I like as a musician. But one thing that's always going to be really important to me is the artistry behind it and the, um, the writing and, Especially because, I don't know, I've loved reading from the second that I learned, like, how to. Like, the only time I ever remember not liking reading was when I was, like, six. Or, no, just kidding, that's too old. When I was, like, four. And my dad was making me read a really difficult book to him because we were practicing. And I couldn't get the word pen for some reason. But, no, since, like, I've always loved reading and words and how they have the power to, like, change perspectives or make somebody cry or make someone laugh. And same with music. I mean, 
I can remember 500 songs, but I can't remember the quadratic formula. Like there's a reason for that. And, um, the only reason I can remember the quadratic quadratic formula is because I made it into a song so that I'd remember. And like, the thing is, I feel like I'm definitely going to be changing a lot kind of as an artist, but my core values will always stay the same and always be important to me. And like, those are things that I'm never really going to let go of because for me, the artistry and the way that music can change perspectives and make people feel things like music can make you laugh. Music can automatically make you happy. Music can make you ball your eyes out. It just has such a big power and it deserves to be honored in my opinion. So I, I want to keep that as my core. Absolutely. And, and, and to expound on that a little bit. So you, you do have an idea of like what your core values are. So tell us a little bit in your own words, you know, because it sounds like you're, you're getting a little bit into the feeling of it. Okay. Music is important and is something that, that can deliver an impact, may bring an impact on the world, can change the way people feel. So what is some of that stuff that you want to carry? You want to remember as your, your, you know, fan base expands, as your, your style develops out more, as you get that iconic kind of look and feel, what are, what, what's sort of the vision of the core values that you really want to always be bringing to the table? I always want to like go back and remember that four-year-old kid who was like, I want to be a singer. And the, the, the only reason, I mean, I didn't know what salary was when I was four. I didn't know what fan bases was. I just knew that I loved music. I loved writing. I loved playing the piano. Before I even had lessons, I played the piano and I was writing songs like compositions. They weren't good, but I remember I wrote a song called Tornadoes in Sudbury, which was basically just me banging the lower keys of the piano because I didn't like where I lived. So I wrote a song called Tornadoes in Sudbury. It's kind of messed up looking back on it, but... Um, I think that's hilarious. That's great. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I lived in Sudbury, Ontario for a while. If you've been there and you're not from there, you'll understand why I wrote that song. Um, no shade, but... Uh, Google it. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I kind of always want to remember, like, the kid that loved music and loved singing, and it was for... It wasn't for anything. It was, it was cause I, it's what I wanted to do. And then I also want to always keep in check, like why I'm doing it and making sure I'm doing it for the right reasons. Cause music is a really, really hard industry to make it in. It's so difficult, but if I wasn't doing it cause I loved it, if I was doing it for fame or for like money or anything like that, I wouldn't be doing it. I'd do something else. Like I always want to keep in check what, why I started and why I love it so much and why I continue to do it every day. But you are human. And just like yourself, I'm going to, I'm going to hit it with the hard questions now. Uh, I have a, and I'm, I can basically put this back at myself. I have issues when it comes to our podcast. I <laughs> get, get very upset when I look at other numbers and other things and see other, how other people are getting a little bit more love than what we are. And, I'm, and I listen to their show and I'll, I'll whatever. I'm like, you guys are terrible. This is this is a horrible podcast show. I was like, how are you? What what is going on? The fact that you can't get the fan base behind it you really want. How do you feel when you go to like the Red Brick Cafe? I think that's the one. That's the place you go, right? Red. Yeah, Red yeah, Brick. yeah. You're spot on. How does it feel when you see people there? They're clapping for you, and you can see I'm getting in deep now. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't see pe- some people aren't clapping. Does it bother you a little bit? Does it like really bother you to the core that there's not a lot of people there that you? I mean. I guess what I'm trying, I mean, 
it would eat the hell out of me if I was there singing and no one wanted to come see me or there was like very few people there or whoever's there and no one's really enjoying the show. I'd be like, okay, I need a change. I got to do this. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know your perspective. I mean, you just made the comment, Sean, it's not about money. You love singing. So that's cool. I guess what I'm trying to say, I don't even know what the hell. Well, I'm saying. I, I, I know what you're saying. I and and la- to... last time when yeah, we interviewed you, we you you had mentioned the fact that sometimes you would go. Some of the shows you mentioned that were not so good, like there were people were not even paying attention or whatever. It's just like okay, but whatever. You just kind of brushed it off. So still, the test of time, and as you've dealt with some of these shows and some of these audiences that are not so responsive, there's not so many people there. What is the attitude you're bringing to the table? Does yeah. that does that bother you? Like I want more growth. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I mean, like you said, yeah, I am human. So I'll like look at my social medias or like look at the insights and be like, wow, like that last thing I posted did like so much better than this. Or the other day I found a cover of my song. Like I I did a song and I covered it and I put it on YouTube and somebody took my cover and posted it with a different video on top of it. And I think they wrote my name in the description afterwards because I didn't get the notification and it had been up for a couple of months and it had 1.6 million views and I wasn't even credited. So that kind of sucked a bit. (laughs) I was just like, I was like, awesome. Like, I'm so pumped. Like, I was so excited. I was like, my cover has 1.6 million views. And then I was kind of like, but like, no one knows it was me. (laughs) That's because they wrote it like the very bottom of the description cover by McKellen. Hey, so I was kind of like, oh. Like, I was so excited that it had the views, but at the same time, I was like, I didn't get anything really out of this, like, besides just knowing that 1.6 million people heard my song and kept coming back and listening to it. But then again, like, it was a cover. So, and then, like, at Red Brick shows and stuff, um, Red Brick's usually pretty good with people, like, paying attention. A lot of times, people, if they're not there, like, if they're there on dates or they're not there to list, like except the fact that there's like music going on, they'll actually just like leave (laughs) before I start. Like they'll see the piano being set up and I'll notice that they'll leave. But like, I'm okay with that because I understand completely if you're going somewhere for a date and there's somebody like singing like really loud, I could get how that could be distracting, especially if it's like a first date or something. But um, I can't propose my wife. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Like sometimes it does definitely kind of, not like suck like it doesn't really bother me that much I just brush it off when people aren't paying attention but it's it does motivate me in a way and I'm like okay I need to make my act more interest interesting and that type of thing but yeah no sometimes for sure I get like a bit down on myself like over if I'm interesting enough or like if I like the other day in one of my classes I was just writing out different set lists and I was like I need to make sure that I keep my sets interesting because I don't want people to like, like not think I'm, I don't know, interesting in a way. So like sometimes that gets like a little bit pressuring, but it doesn't really bug me that much. Like at the same time. Okay, well, so so you kind of go ahead, Miguel. I'm sorry. Well, I'm glad you have the tough skin. That's the good thing. That's something you definitely need in the industry that you're trying to go into. Uh, but in no way, shape, or form was I trying to tell you so you understand that you're not interesting. Uh, I think that you have what it takes uh, with regards to your music, your singing, your style. Uh, Sean made alluded to your photos and how you take different pictures. Even that, even your goofiness with your Charlie's Angels pick or your, or your pick, you're at standing with someone else or just doing whatever. It, it has a way of drawing people in. You're, yeah. you're not boring at all. You're, uh, you have what it takes. I, 
I just wish we were able to help you out more. I'll be honest with you. I think you really do have a, a good shot. And I just wanted to know, are you now going to try to, are you, is your father going to try to help you get beyond red brick? Or are you going to go anyplace else? Have you even talk, talked about maybe, cause where'd you perform? I thought I saw you on, on a, look like you were on the stairs of a city hall or something or some kind of a building. Oh yeah. That was probably youth day like that. Okay. That was a crap show, but, um, I'm like sorry. The performance, <laughs> yeah, no, that the performance itself was great. It went so well. I had so much fun on stage, but it was the most disorganized event I've ever been a part of. Like, basically, I almost didn't have a piano. Oh, wow. Because they told me, don't bring your piano. We have one. That morning I texted. I was like, so I don't need to bring my piano. They're like, nope. And I show up and they're like, so we don't have a piano. <laughs> and I was like... All right. Um, so luckily, one of my friends lives in Toronto. He brought me a piano. It turned out fine. But no, that was so much fun. And the reason that I'm going to go back and do that event again is because every year I've done it, it's been disorganized. But I keep going back because <laughs> just the thrill of like all the people there, it's just so much fun for me. And I would love to do bigger shows in Red Brick. And I think I have a show coming up November 8th where I'm going to have like a, a, a small band with me and oh, I'm nice. going to be up from behind the keyboard and really kind of doing my thing. Like we're covering some interesting songs. We're doing some originals and I'm so excited for that show. Cause like, I feel like it's going to be one of the first times that I'm actually up from behind the piano and performing, performing and, and like standing and that type of thing. Like I'm so not used to that, but it's something that I've always pictured myself doing. That's what I was going to go to next. I said, every time yeah. I've seen you been behind the piano, I want to see Michaela Hay doing the dancing, the jumping, the singing, the moving around on the stage. Oh, that will be, that's going to be cool. And that's something that your father, whoever's live streaming, needs to make sure the live stream and everything works. Because <laughs> yeah. the last live stream I was trying to watch and Jim kept on hitting me up. I was like, it keeps on freezing on me, Jim. I can't see anything. What's going on here? But mm -hmm. I, I, I think we need to see that. That's going to be interesting. I think that, that'll help you evolve even more. And I think that'll also help you when you write more music for your new album or everything else. Can you, I could really see you singing some kind of upbeat super song and just like really getting crazy on on the stage just dancing around like you've lost yeah. your head your mind or whatever and i think that would be awesome i think that would be really cool and i think that I'm would so apply for that. yeah i think like, more I think people your age and generation would, would be more attracted to you seeing that uh as well yeah. so that's that is an interest, interesting evolution that i can't wait to see uh what do you, you got some sean i know you want no no i'm you 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 just i, I was know. rolling <laughs> <laughs> you're rolling i i'm excited for you i really Want I hope that you do everything you need to do. I mean, seriously, I want you to succeed more than everything. It's like we have personal stock in you, which we don't. But we, <laughs> I mean, we really want you to succeed. You're a good person. You're a true and honestly good person. Thank you so much. Uh, your your dad is cool as hell. Uh, oh, I, I I think you guys you're onto something. I'm hoping the break comes. I really would love to see you outside of Canada. I really would. Oh. I mean, I mean, I know you go to L.A. I know you do anything there, but. I mean, seriously, and this is just me talking crap, but it is something that has been in my head. My wife is, you know, we talked about our 10-year anniversary, we talked about doing some kind of a party. Uh, she she kind of gave up on that idea, but I think keeps on popping in my head. It's like, well, crap, I know a bunch of artists now. Maybe I could try to get them to come down here and do a show. You know, of course, I would pay them, but I have to figure this out. But anyway, that would be something oh, cool. I'd love to see something like that. That would be so cool. And actually, Kay, want to help me out with something? So, 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 so. so.
And so McAlan had once again set out with the sassy band of misfits known as the Critical Thinking Podcast. Having gone this far on the journey and as yet unperturbed, it was obvious that our heroine does not scare easily. But what she did not realize was that she would yet again be faced with trials of courage that no guest of the critical crew had yet encountered. Bravely she strode onward to the merry jests of the hapless three towards certain and irrevocable doom. One must ask, whatever shall become of Michaelan and her eccentric companions? Find out on the next episode of the Critical Thinking Podcast. Hey guys, you can connect with us on iTunes at Critical Thinking Podcast and Twitter at Critic underscore thinking and also on Facebook and Instagram at Critical Thinking Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Critical Thinking is on Beyond the Dawn Radio, which is known for playing the best indie radio music around the world on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Central Time. And if you like the show, please five star the episode and tell your friends. So thank you for joining us, thinking shit through, one podcast at a time.